Welcome, welcome to the fifth episode of uh, Black to the Future, where we're discussing the life, legacy, and achievements of Dr. Sebi. I'm back with my man, Amun. What's up, dog? Uh, peace, God. Everything is crispy. Everything yeah. is, is, is palm trees over here. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, you know, we're sending out the good vibes, trying to keep it, you know, positive. So exactly, like, yeah, like we were saying earlier, you know, we're trying to just just be happy and uh, just be happy Africans. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot to that's be true. Yeah, man, we're free. That's true. We need that energy in the air. Yeah, you know. So we, we there's, there's no need for us to be angry. You know. So no, yeah, we this, don't. Mm, so we don't a, gotta be angry. <laughs> no, not at all. So this is an important topic that we're discussing today. Uh, thanks again for you know suggesting it. Um, yeah. Sure. So what made you pick Doctor the Doctor Sebi today, like as the man to talk about? Why is Doctor Sebi the man? Uh, it's it's because of the you know the current situation we're going on right now, like uh, the COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. You know, and and how people are forced to eat healthy now. You know, people are scared to you know of death, so they're starting to eat healthy. So I felt like it's a it's an important topic. You know, what I mean that we touch on it. You know, and just share our views on it. All right. So from from your understanding, you know, what would what would Doctor Sebi have to say, or what his what contribution would his knowledge make? not only to this situation but to to the understanding of human health in general uh i think he would just uh, like according to 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 his books and everything he just encouraged people to eat healthy like that is all you know because where he was coming from he was coming from a, a like a healer perspective you know mm-hmm. he just shared to people what they can eat to strengthen their immune systems, you know, uh, flush the milkers and just stay healthy. That's what he advocated all this time. So, you know, but I wouldn't know his perspective, you know, like for now, but I think he will just keep on doing what he's been doing all this time, you know, like just teaching people how to eat to live. You know, what I found interesting about uh, Dr. Sebi is that you frequently or you know perhaps unknowingly we are used to associating herbal remedies or natural treatments with some kind of spiritual calling but i found uh dr sevi's explanation for how he became a, a basically a herbalist or a healer a natural healer quite interesting it had nothing to do with some kind of spiritual calling or spiritual training or in the normal sense um i mean his his explanation is basically that he was working as a steam engineer on a train and uh, one of the things that they had to do on the train was to make sure that the the pipe the piping was always uh free so it could it could carry as much steam as possible to the engine to drive the pistons and one of the things they always did was to make sure that the pH there was, I think, always 6.9 and below, because if the pH went to 7, then you would have organisms or life starting to grow in the tubes, which would then affect how much steam would get to the pistons. So he mm-hmm. discovered that life itself 
was dependent on pH level. So if you had an acidic pH of seven and above, that was ideal conditions for life. 6.9 and below wouldn't support microbial life. So he then says that he, taking that lesson, he then did research on which plants are acidic and which plants are alkaline. And based on his, um, his research, his, all his remedies are based on the idea that if you maintain the pH of the human body at a certain level on the alkaline level, that in itself will be sufficient to cure any ailment because the, P, the pH level in the body is key to determining the outcome as far as diseases is concerned because then diseases or organisms that cause disease cannot survive in that environment. I found that interesting because now this is a man who's talking about treating you with herbs, but it seems like he's taking a purely scientific approach to the issue. There's no spirits, there's no mediums involved. It's just an empirical observation that he decided to, you know, work off of. He doesn't credit it to any spirits. I found that interesting. What's your view on that? Uh, I think I think his his views are uh, like were based on how our healers, even here in Africa, have always done it. You know, like you can see these herbalists or the sangomas here, they blend science with almost everything, though they might not be able to articulate it in a modern way that everybody follows. Mm -hmm. So I think it's it's just something that one has to study, or people would say it's a calling or anything of that nature. But I feel like it's it's a natural thing when one is curious enough to know something or to try to understand something the more they study or show more interest in it, the more it opens up to them. Exactly. And uh, I mean, we know that he was, uh, he at some point he said that he could cure AIDS and he was taken to court in, uh, in by the state of New York. I think it was in 87 or 88, where they accused him of making a false advertising but uh, he won the case. Uh, he had evidence that showed the treatments that they, the results of the treatment that was verified by independent scientists and he was acquitted. I mean, mm. seeing that was the case, why do you think, you know, if he could, if, if his treatments could survive the scrutiny of a court, why do you think that, you know, his treatments will have not been widely adopted in the mainstream sort of pharmaceutical industry to benefit more people? Uh, it's, it's because the pharmaceutical business is all about about money, you know, and greed. You know, mm. if, 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 if his methods were to be put in a mainstream platform, that means that the, pharma, the, the, the big pharma wouldn't survive. That means that even every poor person might find a way to treat themselves using that. And that means that it's, it's, it's you know, like the pharmaceutical would take a big loss in that. So that is why it has always been pushed underground. You can even, I will even give an instance, even here in South Africa, Credo Mutua said that he could do the same thing, but the government never allowed him to do it. So... Do you think that the attack on, 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 on or, or the lack of recognition 
of Dr. Sevi's treatments, even after they saw, you know, he was able to prove his, his himself in court. Do you think this is a, a, a broader agenda to discredit black and, and indigenous African medicine? Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say uh, only black. I think th- these cures they are found in almost every culture, in every old culture. You know, these cures they've already, you know, like been tested. They've always existed. You know, but the fact is, sickness is a business. You know, mm. we have to understand that the pharmaceutical thrives on that. You know. Sickness is a business. The more sick people there are, the more money they make. And also, one thing we have to know is Dr. Sebi was offering a cure for these ailments, right? But the pharmaceutical doesn't offer a cure, it offers a treatment, which means you have to keep coming back. So this, he, what he was offering was a one-off thing that, okay, you're done with this, you are proper. Mm. You are not coming back, you know, with the same problem. Unlike what the pharmaceutical does. The pharmaceutical sells you a treatment instead of a cure. So I think that's the problem there. You know, like the the Mm. whole uh, conflict is cure versus treatment. I I, I get you. So so basically the main reason it it would be that it it would disrupt the, the, the economics of the industry. Yes, that is very true. So, you know, what about how do you think there's any truth to the to the accusations or the allegations that he was actually murdered or assassinated uh, because he died while he was in, in prison uh, on a charge, I think, of money laundering of some sort. Uh, and he says that you know he wasn't even eating the pre- prison food because he was scared that there was some something in there. Then he eventually died after fasting in prison. Do you think that he may have been murdered? Uh, you know, on this one, you know, I'm I'm I must stay away from the conspiracy. You know, what I'm saying like any any form of conspiracy. You know, but one thing I can put out there is they say that he died from pneumonia which is impossible, you know what I mean, for, for, for an electric body, you know, for an alkaline body. It's impossible that he would actually die from pneumonia. And also, when you are a person of herbs, you know that you are used to fasting. So there's no way that, you know, he died, you know, like from a natural cause. But I'm still going to stay away from the conspiracy. <laughs> so, I mean, I think, I think you know, for people to, to fully understand why you would say what you're saying, I think uh, you, you've touched uh, on, the, on the science of, of, of Dr. Sebi's approach to healing when you say that, look, the electric body cannot die from pneumonia. That was, you know, the essence of his healing method. I mean, can you explain to people, you know, what you mean when you say the electric body and that how that ties in with what Dr. Sebi Sebi taught? Uh, okay. When I mean by electric body, I mean alkaline body. You know, like uh, we are uh, like electric beings anyway. We are alkaline by nature. Like batteries. But, yeah. Huh? Uh, sorry, I missed that. Like batteries. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. And then the thing is, when one eats the right foods, and the mucous membrane is always clean, flesh, no mucus in the system, but because the diseases they are uh, they are formed in the in the mucus. The mucus is what weakens the immune system. So according to his methods of healing, of which I'm also uh, like going to show and prove, when I changed how I was eating for like uh, three to, to five years, everything changed. I used to even get colds, you know what I mean? Like before I started the Dr. Sebi stuff, but after that I spent years without even getting flu or any form of sickness for, for almost five years straight when I was on Dr. Sebi's alkaline food. Even though it was not exactly what he, he prescribed because I could not find some of the foods that he spoke of, but I actually went to the healers around here that actually know stuff. Then I would buy herbs. I would, I would always eat veggies and all that. So with him dying from pneumonia, it's impossible because this is the same person that did not eat meat. And when we say electric body, alkaline body, we're talking of a body that is alive. A body that is alive cannot be fed something that is dead. For instance, when when he said that a body that is alive cannot be fed something that is dead, he was talking about the meat. Mm. Like, like you cannot eat the meat because it's dead. And it's like, how can you keep something that is alive but feeding is something that is dead meaning that if something that is dead that means something is rotten right mm-hmm. so if it's rotten it's meant to cause some el- some ailments it's meant to cause you sickness if you're eating something that's uh that's rotten that's what he meant actually so so tell me this is quite interesting you have been on the diet and you've tried it i mean can you briefly summarize you know tell us what what's in the diet what is prescribed by dr Sammy? uh he prescribed a lot of stuff right of mm-hmm. which some of them i did not uh uh agree with them so i did not try some of the stuff you know like because even say that uh one should stay stay away from starch right but we grew up on starch yeah you feel me? So on that part, you know, like I did not go his route. I just ignored that. But I did cut on the dairy. I stopped eating dairy. You know what I mean? Like anything dairy for for like three to, to five years. You know, I cut on the meat. I even went as far as the fish at some point. I remember there was a time when I was drinking uh, like a honey and I was eating fish. Shortly after that, I went. I, I scrapped it off you know i, I remember I, I remember that photo of yours on facebook with the nice big yes. tilapia <laughs> exactly <laughs> was that so the last that? tilapia you had <laughs> <laughs> that was the last Ooh, that looked delicious my man <laughs> <laughs> so i had i had cut all those things right and then i started to see how uh like my body will react to certain things you know, like I was healthy as it gets. Mm. You know, like that whole process when I, I actually went vegetarian straight. You know, and then so, after that, then I'm like, I'm like, I'm cool. But I changed. Then I actually went back to being, you know, like vegan after after that. After some some years of being a vegetarian. So what would you eat like on an average day as part of the Doctor Sebi diet? If you're on the diet, 
uh, on his own diet. Mm, like the way you yeah, took it, what would you eat like on the day? What would be your breakfast, your lunch, or your dinner? I would have a lot of fruits. You know, I would have a lot of fruits. I would have a lot of veggies. With me, I would say what I was eating. You know, I love, I love pop so much. You know, what I mean, like I love pop so much. I can even wake up and cook pop in the morning. Yeah, I mean that's like the staple, the 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 African meal. I mean, like we can't. There's no way we can do it. That we need that. Yeah. Exactly. So what what I did is, I scratched off the meats and the and the fish. Then I would actually buy veggies. You know those zim veggies that we we like we grew up. On? Yeah, like the the kale and stuff. Yes, that's mm. what I would actually buy. Not even the cabbage. Not even the spinach. I would buy those. Uh, like a hard zim uh, veggies that we grew up on. So I would actually, I wouldn't mind how many times I can eat it in a day. But as long as, even if I make rice, I, I make sure that I got the veggies on the side instead of meat or whatever. I make pasta, I got the veggies on the side instead of instead of anything. Then I cut off the dairy. You know, that was like like totally, I cut off sugar. You know what I mean like for a while I think I started taking you know like eating these things because of my like of my woman you know what I mean after that you know before that I wasn't even taking it and uh I'd like to know just how does it affect your libido <laughs> uh it did not even affect it in any way uh really did you feel like you were stronger or in bed or, or what I was because I, I used to take some herbs uh like there was this brother uh, like who was staying in Josie, yeah. he used to supply me with all the type of uh, herbs that I needed. Mm. If I needed herbs to cleanse the liver out, he would bring like uh, send me a batch. Mm. If I needed herbs to detox, he would send me a batch. If I needed herbs for for like uh, for the kidney, he would always send me a, a, it's like a batch. The thing that these herbs that he was sending me and how I was eating actually made me more more like a more fertile you know what i mean like even the women that i was with you know what i mean they would get more fertile you know like at the very you know like if they take the herbs mm. so it did not actually affect my sexual life you know what i mean anything of that nature it mm. did not mm. did it make it maybe maybe mm-hmm. I'll, maybe i would be stressed you know what i mean like with my own thing they you know like my mind is not even there you know what i mean probably maybe that Mm. But on a natural tip, night did not actually affect nothing. Okay. It actually, you know, like yeah, it actually boosted me more. It, it boosted you. Yes. All right. So uh, after the show, I'm just gonna get the guy's number with the with the herbs there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to check with his number again. Oh, you know, I'll have to look for him on uh, on Facebook because I found him on Facebook. You uh. know? Yeah, that's uh, like that's that's like his hustle. That's his life. You know, he right. only deals, yeah, deals uh, with the herbs. So, so there's no need for Viagra. Nah, nah, <laughs> nah. I, I think I think those was like side effects, you know. But but the herbs don't have no side effects. And nice. So, okay. So, I think that, uh, you know what i find interesting about dr sevi is that at the end of the day we are talking about a man who essentially met all the criteria to be verified because when it came to defend himself in the most 
difficult on platform he did and he did so successfully and he was vindicated um i think his legacy should be much more potent than it is now but in your view what would you say is his legacy uh his legacy is it's like is and was his way of life you know and the people that he he touched their lives you know in, in that in uh, in that way you know the people that he inspired to eat healthy and take care of their bodies because there is a great number you know i mean like like here in africa and, and even overseas that that actually took his like his methods seriously you know mostly the artist side you know i mean the a whole lot of uh, underground musicians that i know you know i mean they they respected him you know and they're always pushing further his way of life so i think his legacy is intact you know in that way but at the end of the day the mainstream has always been there to make or break people depending on who is backing you you know who is your backup but he seemed his personal life seemed to be a bit uh what can i say um exciting because i think he had like a total of five wives and uh he had, a, he had an issue with one or two of them and some of them ended up stealing from him and towards the end of his life you know he also had business partners that took advantage of him even trademarked his name and used his name while his own family can't use the name so he he's he went through quite a journey in life in in business and through this thing but what i from what i can see at the end of the day you know he he didn't come into this world to say that he's he's divine or he's perfect he was just a black man who tried to share his gifts with the world the best that he could and i don't think you know people should look at him and his challenges and, and expect him to be a perfect man you know what i mean yeah that's that's our problem is 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 a people who look at people's flaws you know and judge them by that despite the fact that whatever they they pushing forward is something positive we always go back to the flaws that is the reason why we uh the people of color are so you know like what can i say i'm trying to find the right word you know what i'm saying like we are stuck in where we are right now because we judge people you know what i mean because of their flaws we want to be perfect when in actuality we have the same flaws in our day to day lives yeah know? precisely i agree and, with and you. also that the other thing do you know that uh i have to check which year he went to zim you know and he tried to pitch this to parirenya to but they refused that he should grow marijuana in Zim. Do you know that? No, I didn't know that. And now marijuana is legal uh over here in, in South Africa and I see on they even like running radio ads, you know, where you can get your a, a dealer whatever to supply you and they're selling deliveries now it's all legit but now I feel sorry for the guys that were in it all this time and that were doing it partly as business and partly as healing who are too small now to compete in it as a business you know and at the end of the day there's a lot to to marijuana as a herb you know um, that was given to to people it's, it's i think it's one of nature's gifts to man really 
Yeah, you know, it is. And then his biggest disappointment was the treatment he got here in Africa. Mm. You know, with the heads of states, you know, like when he tried to, to pitch it to these people, they did not want it. You know, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's... Uh, mm. It's one of his lectures, you know, like on YouTube when he was building with the Nawabians. He explained that, you know, that he came he came to many countries in Africa that didn't want him to do it. In Zim, especially, he was, he, you know, like, he was, like, disappointed by how Parirenyato treated him. You know, it's like, no, they cannot grow marijuana in Zim, do this and that, you know. But he actually wanted to actually build a base in Zim, you know. He, and he actually, said, you know. Yeah, and... He actually went there because of the whole land reform, you know, thing that was going on. So he felt like, nah, so since these people, they're trying to liberate themselves it's a good start for him to be there, you know what I mean, and build something that is solid there. Uh, but, you know, you know our politicians, they're all about the money because him being there was going to cut off their check. And I think that not only that is, is not about the politicians at the top, I think it's also, uh, to be honest, it's also an African mindset where, you know, we, we, we are still stuck on chasing western values and i think it's only of late now where you know we're beginning to to question western values i mean when we see western society you know collapsing on itself that western democracy is not working western capitalism is not working um the america that they're trying to sell on netflix doesn't really exist you know so we are now questioning that but i think there was just a time when you know, the whole continent and the whole world just took on these these Western values and without any sort of question. And I think regrettably, you know, the timing maybe wasn't good, but I think now is, is, is a time where, you know, the continent now is in a phase of, of you know, reinterpretation, the new generation, the world's also changing. So I think now perhaps the world, the Af African sort of world might be more receptive. I don't know, what do you think? Yes, that is true, but, but you know, like it can be more receptive, but it's going to take longer, you know, because whoever, you know, like is, is, is trying to push this narrative, you know what I mean, to, to, to change people, you know what I mean, like perspectives into a good look. It's always the platforms, you know, that they are not that mainstream enough, you know what I mean, to reach almost everybody. Because just imagine, like, right now, we're dropping these jewels, right? Yeah. But there might actually be some peeps somewhere, you know, like, where they cannot even hear it. The less fortunate, you know what I mean, they cannot even hear it. And those are the people that need it the most. You know, so we we actually reaching out to people that is it's like they got a, a choice and a decision. But you know, I mean, I I agree with what you're saying, but I I also feel like I think that's where our generation sometimes is lacking as Africans and as Black people. You know why I'm saying that uh -huh. is that if you look at like the problem that you just said now, which is true about how information can reach, you know, like even the least, least fortunate in Africa, like for instance, will the person without an internet connection who would probably 
benefit from knowing the herbal treatments of Dr. Sevi because they live in an, in a rural area where they can immediately start to apply what he's saying. Might not probably hear this podcast because you know they're living in deep in the third world somewhere. Um, mm-hmm. That's true, you know. But what I feel is that our generation, you know, has to deal with those facts and find ways of overcoming it. I mean, if you think about it. Do you think that the liberation of Africa from colonialism was easy? I mean, like guys had to leave school and go to countries like Libya and like start learning how to hold gats and you know, like shit got like really radical. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> so, and uh, we are children of of that. Like people were willing to go to that extreme. You know. Um, because that generation, you know, the Mugabe's could have just said, you know what, these people, they just don't get it. This is too much. You know, the colonial system is too ingrained. You know, the people also are not woken up enough. How do we reach the people? How can we achieve this? But somehow, some way, you know, they did it. So I feel like our generations gotta gotta be able to 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 step up to solve that those type of issues because. Our liberation came about because other people before us were willing to confront things on on that level. You know what I mean? You see, the problem is uh, our generation is is worse than any generation that came before us. You know why? Our generation is a hashtag generation. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> yes, indeed. Preach, brother. Mm. Yeah, you see, so mm. we can talk all this health, you know, like stuff, provide mm. people with the facts, with the proof, everything of that nature, right? Mm. A person who, who actually listens to it, and then as soon as they finish, they got a brailler on a stove, you know, or they mm. go go buy themselves, you know, like some 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 mcd or, or some kfc you know it's like people just <laughs> like, like me people. probably yeah <laughs> like, one thing that i've realized with our generation is the reason why i also do not like you know like uh telling people some stuff that i might know mm. when i see them stuck you know what i mean like they're stuck you know what i mean but i wouldn't tell them because people don't really value information lately they wanna, they wanna uh, be on something just to look cool. They wanna jump on these hashtags. They wanna post some stuff just to look cool, you know, like appease people, this and that. But you ask them, like, is your life really in alignment with what you're talking about? You find out that it's not even in alignment with what they're talking about. You see, so our generation is the most delusional and lost generation ever if I am to look into the past generations. Because all we do is find data to go on the internet mm. and just and just mm. like it, post this and this so that we, we interact. Uh, and then the other thing, even if you are to talk about something serious, you know what these people do? They wanna, they, you can post something that is really serious. They will just come in there with a Google search information and just post there just to debate. Not something that they did study now. They did not study. So imagine if we are that lazy to study something that is very simple when information is everywhere. 
what about liberation where are we gonna come up with that we don't have the guts yeah like the other day i was uh i was uh playing the the dead prayers album let's get free right mm-hmm. that's and, a track. yeah and then i was just i mean like i've looked at that album cover i mean like yo since the album came out and then uh, but i was listening to the material now but like when i'm listening to the material now the the whole concept of the album about being like like an insurgency almost in an urban sort of setting it's like it's more clear to me now but then i admire how like they took the artwork i mean when i look at that artwork you know we're from africa so we grew up hearing stories where like your mom or your dad or your uncle would tell you like for instance my my wife's uh, mother she is deceased now god rest her soul you know like like my wife's mom like literally left school um like you know with guerrillas you know this the guerrillas came to the school and asked the kids you know uh who wanted to join the the the, the, the liberation war whatever and they they crossed the river and they whatever went into mozambique and they trained and then that's how we had zimbabwe but then like when you see that dead prayers album cover you know it's a testament to that story because the the school kids holding those AKs you know those were like those those were like our parents you know what i mean and just like, how you know and and uh, you know so so like when you look at how hectic like things got that hectic and like at that age they had to 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 hold the guns you know what i mean and this was what was needed to literally overthrow the colonial state and somebody the leaders like mandela and everybody had to get the guns from the soviet union and the and qaddafi and the kids had to play their part you know it was real <laughs> very you know and 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 that was real sacrifices you know yeah. like we don't have we don't have that uh like with our generation we are all about self mm. you know like we've become so selfish to a point where but even if something is killing us slowly we don't care long as it's not somebody my family that's that's going to die you know like with it quicker i know you're you guilty but you know we're guilty of it in 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 our own ways i know you know you love your your bavarian seat your bavarian motor car so exactly you know, <laughs> we, <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, i i love oh, my like, oh did i tell you, you know, I, for, i forgot to tell you eh? i I've, i've 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 sold out from from bima i i replaced by by 3 series the other day i i bought i'm now pushing a jag so let's see how that goes oh for real <laughs> yeah i put so so but look it's it's cool it's it's i mean it's got the sports handling definitely it's it's like it's definitely like it's it's doing much much better than i thought it, it would do when i was i still had the the, the bavarian 3 but uh yeah, but how is the performance though yeah it's good it's good it's a, it's a it's a diesel basically it's yeah. the drive is 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 not is sporty but not as 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 hard and direct as a as a beamer because the suspension isn't as low but then uh-huh. the steer the steering and and handling is not dry it's still very very you can still feel it but not as direct as a beamer but not as dry as a mercedes 
and so then the, the 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 parts though are, like are they easy to find and well i had uh, when i when i got it i had to do some work on it yeah they are easy to find but you just like i'm lucky that the person that that sold it to me sort of like knows people so i managed to whatever i need it's 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 there but yeah it's definitely one of those where i think the parts are can be an issue but there is uh if you know people and dealers that's but it is more of a niche vehicle you're, you're right but i mean just from a driver's perspective you know it's cool but it 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 goes to what we're saying like about being the hashtag generation like you know we're sitting talking of this podcast and how conscious we are and all that but meanwhile we're guilty of the same thing you know you like you are you going to give up your bavarian <laughs> no that's 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 the problem you see even even <laughs> our even our uh, uh like our leaders like mm. for, for instance they would talk all these you know like uh pro black this and this but all the clothes they make is like the old italian clothes you know mm. so it's, it's it, we have become so you know like so toxic you know what i mean like that's what i would like to say we have become so toxic that we're not actually looking at the wrongs that we are doing that's why we are not fixable that's why we are stuck because we we're not looking at it's like in our own uh like mess we're busy pointing fingers at other people you know like nah they doing it wrong but what about us mm, mm, nah. you know like so so we we all part of the problem <laughs> no we are man so 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 let's let's you know as as much as we're talking about the hashtag generation there's always uh, this 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 danger of putting yourself above it when you know in a way we are part of the issue so but i mean we do hope you know that we find a way of transcending it i mean this is why we have the podcast to talk about our history and you know to find common ground so we sort of develop the impetus to to eventually do what we need to do to be to to be a, to to have the kind of unity and commonality of purpose that it it, it took you know for for that moment in time on that dead brains album cover a lot of things had to come together for that moment you know what i mean for real yeah so yeah so anyway so one last thing on dr sebi you know there's the 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 thing with um um with the the, the nipsey hustle connection you know what i mean like the documentary that uh-huh. was supposed to come out nick cannon was supposed to do something about that but apparently it, you know it's not coming through i know what any word on that what what do you know about that uh you know you know i, I would like to separate the nipsey hustle death you know what i mean from the dr sebi you know what i mean like that nipsey hustle death had nothing to do with dr sebi's documentary like if we are going to keep it a buck mm. it had nothing to do you know like with dr sebi you know this is the same nipsey dude who just slapped somebody you know like a few uh months or weeks you know what i mean like it's some awards show right mm-hmm. you know like i saw that video of him you know like slapping some some guy outside and then he's a get he was a gangbanger yeah because dipsy grew up uh i think in compton Correct. and yeah and he was yeah. i don't know if he, he was affiliated or whatever but yeah i mean he was definitely a guy that was known to get down for sure 
you see so they always had their own beef and even the guy that got him mm. is also a gang member so you know like people need to 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 cut it off when they say like nah he got killed for the dr sebi documentary the pharmaceutical industry and the people in power the powers that be they get enough money to just make sure that the documentary don't get its pro- it's like full promotion anyway even they if don't. it came out yeah they control they control the channels the mainstream media they could they could kill the documentary without killing dr sebi exactly why would they go after after nipsey hustle if if dr dr ben dr henry clark were, were able to put out books that challenged the whole system why would they they care about a documentary about dr sebi <laughs> <laughs> yeah but anyway you know i mean look we discussing it you know that's the word out there so we got to talk yeah. about it we got to get do justice to the subject so anyway my brother yeah, okay. i know you know you 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 know you got to keep the the you know your woman happy your queen happy so thank you for taking the time out as well like i'm also making this one i've, I've also stolen some movie time uh, to do this as as well so i know yeah. you got to go back to your thing um any last words uh i would just uh like to say to everybody out there watch what you eat you know like uh you can have all the money or all the wealth in this world but if you're not healthy then what's the use you know you cannot enjoy it just just watch what you eat cut oh. down you no know, like on a whole lot of junk foods and all that you know like just eat healthy do not make a radical transformation like you want to be vegetarian or vegan tomorrow straight up nah you know like it's some habits you need to tone them down just bit by bit till you get there that's no. all i can say well no doubt much more i got nothing much to say except you know in the show notes and the documentary we got documentaries to to dr sebi and his life that you can watch is an interesting interview i found on youtube where he explain you know where the man speaks for himself um which i find very interesting and that's it and my man yeah just one thing I know you love the Bavarian. I'm also a fan. I still have the <laughs> I still kept the 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 the, the one the 318 TI because I I like that uh, that two door it's a classic. Um yeah, that's a classic yeah, one. Yeah, so that's the only reason I kept it. So and you know when you get into that one it still gives you like a dope sporty drive with a turbo engine and it still looks stylish even today. But that's tra- yeah, and but trust me you know try uh-huh. it wouldn't hurt i mean the jag was actually quite interesting it's turned out to be an interest maybe i'm just getting old but it's give it a shot you know at least try it you'd be surprised no i will i will I'll actually give the jag you know like uh, uh it's like a shot the jag and the and the lexus you know i mean i'm looking forward to trying those two yeah i i um, drove i drove the the lexus is250 when it first came out it? when it first first came out when it was new new um uh-huh. I, yeah like i had the chance to to drive that and uh, my partner at the time had one so i had the chance to push that i would say lexus uh that fun uh fast pace everything is there uh-huh. but the it it doesn't feel like a beamer in terms of the the handling the drive is still a bit like there's an element of detachment from the road so the suspension is too comfortable you know uh-huh. yes you know whereas with the beamer the suspension is like so direct 
with the jag somehow they 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 pulled it like perfect to the midpoint where the comfort is there but everything else you expect like from a beamer suspension the directness even the the accurateness on, on the road like where you can even when you even when you can't see it you can know that look just from the positioning of the car just how you're driving the feedback you can that's how accurate it is you know what i mean it's so it's some some fine engineering went went into it so i definitely off for i'm def, i'm not turning beamer drivers into jag drivers but i know how beamer drivers are <laughs> and but like trust me it's 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 worth a shot now i will make sure i put that in my books because what mm. happened is when i went from the bavarian uh, uh to the audi to the yeah. a5 yeah yeah i had a part show a5 after that yeah and it, it's like you know it was dope but nah, not the beamer dope you know no, I, I like dope, man like that's why i still have the the the, the, the ti because there's just some days when even when you just step into it the, this where you are the suspension everything it's like it's like you are now you feel like you are driving for real you know yeah. so i think i think you know like uh i'll stick with a bimmer until i'm i'm actually sure about a jag right because i feel like the parts are hard to find especially this side you know? yeah and, and if you get like, if you get if you get uh, the if you don't get a good dealer then yo that that might be a problem and they may take advantage you of so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but anyway my brother let me let me leave you to spend time with your queen um that's just i'm just trying to you know pitch the jack to be my drivers because i know how loyal y'all are i'm still loyal but you know there's other things out there that's all i'm saying yeah. <laughs> yeah. all right now that's good thank you <laughs> all right something i tried something new in 2020 and it didn't turn out so bad <laughs> yeah now i'll actually give it a try Yeah. and I'll give you feedback. Okay, cool my bro. Enjoy your evening and uh, say, you know, say my regards to your queen too. All right, thank you. Thank oh. you. Thank you. I'll, I'll make sure that I holler at her. All right, one love. All right, peace. Peace.